Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, fellow gamers. How is your gameplay experience these days? For me, playing online games and the feeling of victory after each time you win a round really makes my everyday mood lighter. And with Globe Prepaid's GoPlus 99, you can take a break from the real world and experience the games that you love more because with a total of 16 gigabytes of data, you'll have 8 gigabytes of all sites to do what you need and 8 gigabytes of data for apps that you love. You also get unlimited text to all networks valid for 7 days. And that's only for 99 pesos. Such a good deal, right? With 16 gigabytes of data, you can now grind and play with your friends even while you're at home. Just download the new Globe One or Gcash app or dial star 143 pound sign on your mobile phones to quickly register. With Globe Prepaid's Go Plus 99, you can now dunk it. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Rowan the SHIT coming together for the final WWP episode of 2021. No Chino for this week because it's his mom's birthday. So happy birthday, Andy. And I hope that you guys are enjoying however you're celebrating the end of the year. But as for us, we're still stuck at home. Work from home paren. So we got to crank out this final episode of the year. And we're going to do it big because we've got our day one predictions and our Wrestle Kingdom 16 predictions our friend Steven Tan of the Geeky Ones will be joining us for the latter half of the episode for the Wrestle Kingdom 16 predictions. But first, let's talk to Rowan because this is technically his first predictions episode. So we're popping your cherry, kid. Grabe. Whoa. Uh, whoa, sir. Please uh, please slow your roll there. Uh, but yeah, Rowan, um, it is your first time to do a predictions uh, episode, I think. For real, for real. So what do you think of day one right now? Well... Mommy problema tayo sa day one considering may nagbabantang Omicron variant. I hope the show goes well kahit merong ganong problema. 
Yeah, because it has been making the rounds actually since before Christmas pa. Medyo pinag-uusapan na siya, di ba? So it's a pretty big deal heading into day one, just literally days before the big event. But first, we gotta let you know about a couple of ways you can support the podcast, especially if you want to join us for the day one watch party along with the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community. Right, so we have the pay-per-view coming up this weekend. So actually, Sunday para siya nakalimutan ko. Sunday show our time. So if you want to join that, all you got to do is sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. For as low as 250 pesos a month, you get access to our exclusive Discord community where we talk about wrestling and where we also do pasabais of merch uh, from WWE Shop and Pro Wrestling Tees and Shop AEW. And we also have uh, exclusive review content of all the t- TV shows and pay-per-views. So you get all that good stuff for as low as 250 pesos a month. All right, and another way you can support the pod aside from being a patron is by protecting your internet activity and your devices by getting a NordVPN subscription. That's right. All you got to do is sign up through our affiliate link, podlink.co slash 476. Podlink.co slash the number is 476. It will take you to the NordVPN store page where you can sign up for an exclusive deal of two years and four months for as low as $89. That is $3,500, and that is more than enough to protect your online surfing and also get you some good stuff that you might not usually find on the Philippine internet. So again, podlink.co slash 476. Alright, let's talk about day one and nabanggit na nga ni Rowan, meron nagbabantang Omicron outbreak in the US in specific parts and I'm not sure if it's gonna affect Atlanta, Georgia where day one is gonna be held but uh, meron tayong mga reports na nakikita online from the wrestling journalists na there could be some stars who might potentially miss the show. Sana hindi, but it might happen. Uh, it's not just potentially. Uh, we don't know kasi we don't know what WWE is gonna do with them. Uh, right now, so it's confirmed that Seth Rollins is positive for COVID-19. Uh, Roman Reigns has been pulled out from last weekend's uh, live events, and by virtue of living with Seth, uh, malamang si Becky may COVID-19 naren. So that is already affecting three of the biggest matches on the day one card. So uh, the thought right now with WWE is that the show must go on, kuno, uh, pero. Uh, what is the protocols like we don't know what the COVID-19 health protocols are for WWE and it's possible that even though they have caught it quite early that might not be short enough or it might not be enough to already put them back on uh, this coming Saturday yeah uh, medyo tricky to eh kasi um, different sports leagues have different rules like alam ko mas lax ata yung NFL or NHL whereas the NBA still has yung 10 to 14 day health and safety protocol so if you do your fantasy basketball you'll notice na a lot of big stars have been unavailable for weeks in your fantasy NBA yep. lineups sobrang sobrang na-affect yung yung standing ko dahil doon <laughs> diba ako rin eh but for WWE we don't really have that we don't have that information and I read some reports na it's possible that some NXT stars might be brought up to the main roster for this week at least just so we can have an entire roster but again hindi naman natin alam yung information and from where i'm standing i just want everybody to be safe yeah uh it's you know i don't want to blame anyone but it is what it is and we know that it's the product of how Americans live their life already, but they got to deal with it because this is what they chose to do. And I hope that the show isn't in jeopardy. I know that there is still enough people that could put on the show. It's just that it's affect the big matches. So let's see how it goes. 
Quick question for Rowan. So Ro did mention some names who might miss the show for one reason or another. Which one would disappoint you? Na parang ah, hindi siya natuloy. Either Becky versus uh, Liv Morgan or Roman versus Brock Lesnar. Okay. Since Fair. na pull out nga si Roman. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, many mga biggest matches talaga, diba? alongside the Fatal Four Way. All I'll say about Seth is uh, he was still being advertised as of this week's Raw, because taped na yon in advance. So that's why they had that in the can, and we're recording. No, he put it taped in advance. Sorry. I mean, oh, like, it's it was, live. Yeah, it's finally live. Uh, that's my bad. SmackDown is like, taped in advance. Yeah, you're right. Um, I I also read that SmackDown could be uh, like a best of special on New Year's Eve because it is New Year's Eve. So yon. Um, that's why I think there might not be any more matches other than uh, what we're getting from this week's Raw, which is airing as we're recording this episode to predict day one. So, card subject to change. So, if I'm just going to predictions, it's because something went down on Raw that we missed while we were recording. All right? Let's start off with the presumptive main event, the Universal Championship match, assuming all goes well. It's Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, and Roman is just a few days away from that day 500 mark. Will he make it, or will Brock defeat him at day one? No, we know that there are big plans in place for Roman. So uh, there's still this big match with The Rock happening eventually, not this year, but eventually. They also have big plans in place for him and Brock. So I don't think it's going to be a loss for Roman just yet. Ikaw, Rowan. Uh, I know Paul Heyman will be involved in this match. So I'm, I'm pretty sure Roman will still retain. But okay. I, I know they're not an ally anymore, but I, I just want to mention that Paul Heyman can still be involved there, pero who knows? Maybe ano he he was he's an ally with Roman all this time. Who knows? Yeah, what he he took a Superman punch in the middle of everybody, tapos babalik siya into Roman's arms. What a toxic relationship! No, it's uh, I know <laughs> I, I see what I see what Roman uh, what Roman is trying to say. Uh, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's possible that they are faking us out. You know, just to lull Brock into a false sense of security. I I see that it's possible. I mean, the Miz did it, deba. He and Maurice tried to pull a fast one on Edge, and uh, Edge at least was uh, smart enough to actually call it before it actually bit him in the ass. So we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but for now, I guess the podcast's prediction is that it's Romans to win, paren come day one. Let's go over to Raw for the WWE Championship. It's the Fatal Four Way: Biggie, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley. Does the prediction change if Seth isn't in this match? Actually, no. ako, 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 Sige, go, go, go ahead. Go for ahead. me. He was my original pick for the prediction. Pero now na meron na siyang COVID, my pick goes to Biggie. Uh, I think his run is way too short para ano mag title change. I I wish he can still ano hold the title until WrestleMania or how long he can. Ako naman, uh, I I wasn't gonna pick anyone else other than Biggie. Like. Big E was always going to be the guy, and it makes it easier for him to retain in this kind of situation. So I don't think it's happening just yet. I think uh, Rowan is right in that he is going to hold it for a while. And I don't know. I don't know who the big opponent really is for Big E, but I don't think this is it just yet. I think nah, if there's a big opponent coming on the horizon for Big E, we'll find out who that is by the Royal Rumble. But let's say lang, let's say that there is there's a surprise title change for the WWE Championship. Which of the three contenders would surprise you the most if they won? Kevin Owens. <laughs> Biggest Same, surprise. Kevin Owens. Yeah. Kevin Owens then. Yeah, I, I would pop for a KO victory, honestly. Like I think I would lose my shit <laughs> if, if this actually happened. 
All right, uh, let's stick to Raw and let's talk about Becky and Liv. Let's start with Rowan since I know now you really want to see this match. I want to see this match, right? Becky and Liv. Is it time for Liv? Let's say Matuloyito. Is it time for her to win the big one? As- assuming na ano, Becky will be able to compete walang COVID and ano, tested negative. My pick for this match would be Liv Morgan, but she will win via countout. Because okay. uh, pro- probably Becky would do a coward's way oh, out again no. and probably extend their match. But you can't win the big one via countout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ang pick niya is mananalo si Liv, pero hindi siya mananalo ng championship. That's, uh, that's what he's saying. Pagratain si Becky. Okay, okay. Ikaw, Ro. Uh, I don't like that one bit because they already gave us a heartbreak uh, a few weeks ago on Raw. And you saw how big the backlash was with the fans. And uh, you to the point that they were already condemning the let it play out mindset. Diba? Mm. So I don't think they can afford to do that now. Um, I don't care if people think Liv might not be ready, but I think people are emotionally ready to see a feel-good moment for Liv. So I, I think it's got to be Liv at this point. Because otherwise... Uh, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be turn the replies off bad. Oof. <laughs> uh, let me ask you guys this. Let's say Liv wins, though. Which would be the more emotional feel good win? Liv's win or Nikki ASH? Liv at this point. Because uh, people didn't want to see Nikki win, you know. Uh, they thought that it was a weird gimmick and they, they weren't completely behind it. And I think there is more organic goodwill. Uh, when it comes to Liv and her push right now. Ika Rowan, any thoughts? I think ang super feel-good moment talaga is Liv winning the championship. Kasi the reason they only crowned Nikki A.S.H. Uh, the women's championship, it's because they the fans are tired with Charlotte being the champion. So I, I guess ito na talaga yung moment for Liv because they have been building her up for the past few weeks and months. And, and yeah. you want and you want it to happen, right? Yeah, you, you're a live fan. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of organic goodwill, as uh, you guys seem to mention, and as you know, Rowan himself is uh, putting out there. Nah, I know people. People really want to see a live Morgan win. So I hope we still get it come day one. All right. Uh, sticking to uh, the red brand, we have a couple more matches. Let's talk about Edge and the Miz. So this is an interesting one. I was doing my prep for this match, and apparently. Uh, these two have not had a singles match in a decade. Shempre and Damian nagbago in the time since. But um, does Edge get another feel-good win here, or does the Miz win and then you know tapos yung story nila? Uh, I don't know, man. Um, it depends on what they are gonna do afterward. Like, is it gonna end as you said, or is it gonna carry over on the in the Rumble and then maybe to WrestleMania? Uh, it could go so many ways, and it depends on where it's gonna go. So I want to say I want to say Edge wins because, siempre ano diba? Uh, we haven't seen Edge in a while, and you know it's always good to see him win, and he always seems to win when he comes back. And then the heel wins after him. But I also want to see Miz win this. Like I want to see Edge get the final win. So I want to say that Miz wins because siempre they wanna. Uh, they want to take advantage and capitalize on his virality and, you know, buzzworthiness. The same goes to me. I picked the Miz. Because if si Edge na naman mananalo, para nakakasawa na eh. Because like what Rose said, he's been winning all the time. Para nakakasawa for a part-timer to win. And our last match from the Red Brand, uh, which just got 
finalized uh, about an hour ago. It's the Raw Tag Team Championship. RK Bro defends against the winner of the RK Bronament, the Street Profits. Yeah, uh, this is cool. I don't think RK Bro is going to lose, though. I'll say uh, if they're going to lose, it should be uh, in such a way that catalyzes your breakup. But since AJ and Omos are already breaking up, I don't think they can do another breakup storyline at the same time. So I want to say RK Bro retains, but I also would not be opposed to the Street Profits winning. Rowan? I pick RK Bro. It's too early for them to lose the title. It's too early for a breakup. They should lose the title to mga mania. Okay. Am I right in assuming, Rowan, that uh, Sawakan is a Street Profits being in this position? Yeah, because ever since they won the Raw Tag titles last year, and then they eventually swapped with the New Day as the SmackDown Tag Champions, it's It's the same thing all over again. We want the smoke uh, from the heavens. They're, they're just going to do the same thing all over, uh, whether in the match or yeah. Uh, on their promo, but it, it's them. So you just want to see some character development from the Street Profits? Seguro. Pero remember when they were rumors that they're going to break them up? Yun ang ayoko. I mean, they, they could be as they are. They can probably turn heel, pero I don't want them to break up. Uh, yun yung character development na gusto ko makita. Probably a parang heel type of Profits. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe they can develop an edge, no pun intended. Uh, you know, they they just start being more maangas while still being the good guys that everybody loves, right? Yeah, True. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's what people want. They they just want something else from the Street Profits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go over to the blue brand. We have a couple of matches outside of Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, we have another tag team championship match, and this is... Uh, one of those rivalries from the current era that uh, I don't think people really get tired of. It's the Usos and the New Day for the nth time. And yeah, I don't think people will ever get tired of this. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty tired of it. Um, if, if if Rowan found the Street Profits to be tiring, I think this particular matchup is tiring because they just keep relying on it. It's super crutch. It's super crutch for the SmackDown booking team. Like, especially whenever you have the Usos and the New Day in the same division, you have to run it back. Yes, it's a big match, but it is not developing at all. The only new wrinkle is that Xavier Woods is the is the new king of the ring. Yes. So I there's nothing new here. Um, the Usos haven't really looked all that competent as the henchmen and as the tag team champions. So I don't see this being super compelling and intriguing at this point. There are so many other tag teams, or well, there are a few other tag teams in the SmackDown division, and they would present more compelling matchups. So I just want to get this one over with. Uh, I just give it to the New Day because I know it's the New Day, and people love the New Day. On the contrary, on what Rose said, okay. King of the Ring, see Xavier Woods, uh, and then Hand of the King, see ano, Kofi. I think because of this character development, as well as the Usos, both, both of them like, improved. Sila. I think this is something to look forward to. So my pick goes to the New Day. What is it about the New Day in this current character that they have? Now, you mentioned Xavier Woods being the king, Kofi really taking a step back right? and allowing himself to be the right-hand man na lang ni Woods. Whereas before, it used to be Kofi was the main guy and then Woods was the right-hand man. So what is it about this new dynamic that you enjoy, Rowan? Parang they're making Woods shine even more. And then Kofi would just lie low at the background. This would make the New Day 
more Sorry. dynamic. Yeah. I mean, right. this is yung quality nila kasi. It's something you would see when they go to the Hall of Fame. This is the reason they are in the Hall of Fame kasi yung, yung, yung dynamic, yung chemistry nila and all. Just to take off from that, I do like it that Xavier Woods has been, you know, brought up as well in terms of stature. Because it it certainly makes a new day a, a stable of top guys instead of being a top stable of guys. Right? Uh, it's not just the Kofi show. It's not just the Big E show. It's everyone's show. They are all competent singles wrestlers and singles career guys. Yeah, yeah. Parang evolution, right? Except na they're not heels. They're obviously really, really lovable, uh, lovable guys. On one last note regarding the SmackDown tag division, over the weekend I was watching SmackDown and I realized that their tag division is actually pretty deep. But you have the Usos, you have the New Day, Los Lotharios, Nakamura and Boogs, Viking Raiders. That, that's Jinder five and Shanky. Jinder and Shanky, that's six. <laughs> I guess you could count Sheamus and Ridge for a seven. Yeah, yeah, seven. Let's round out our day one predictions with Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Uh, okay, do we, do we really have to do this one? Because obviously, we yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we can skip this one, you know. Sure, uh, Lol Drew wins, right? So <laughs> there you have it. Those are our yeah. predictions for WWE Day One. Uh, what do you think about them? Let us know. Keep the conversation going. We are at Wrestling Two X Pod on Twitter and on TikTok. Or if you want to hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, okay lang din. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be talking to good friend of the pod, Stephen Tan of the Geeky Ones. Uh, so we can break down Wrestle Kingdom 16. It is a three-night card, and that includes the New Year's Dash. Na, uh, they now scheduled for January 8. We'll talk about that in a bit, but first, we got to take our first break and let you know about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. All right, guys. Uh, there is a end of year or beginning of year, depending on how you look at it, uh, sale on Lazada. So all you got to do to support the podcast with your shopping on Lazada is use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser, add the cart, and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hi, Stan C here Just dropping by to let you know that I have my own podcast called On Deck with Stan C Where I interview iconic radio personalities As well as my friends in the radio industry We talk about their origin stories, their most memorable on-air moments The radio industry in the digital age and so much more so, if you're a Radiohead, just like me, make sure to follow and subscribe to On Deck with Stan C, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. You can never go wrong with the right games to play, especially with the time that you have. On top of that, you can never go wrong by being with Globe Prepaid as you play because with a total of 16 gigabytes of data, that's 8 gigabytes of all of the sites to do what you need to do and 8 gigabytes of data for apps that you love through Globe Prepaid's Go Plus 99 with GoPlay promo. On top of that, you also get unlimited text to all networks valid for seven days. To register, grab your phones now and head on via their new Globe One app. 
GCash or dial star 143 hashtag on your phone. So if you're into Mobile Legends, Clash of Clans, PUBG Mobile, Call of Duty Mobile, League of Legends Wild Rift, Legends of Runeterra, Twitch, register to Go Plus 99 with Go Play promo now. It's that time of the year again when we talk about New Japan and go into a little bit of a deep dive, mostly a very casual-friendly deep dive into New Japan because of Wrestle Kingdom season. As we all know, January 4 is Wrestle Kingdom time for New Japan, but it's extra huge for 2022. It's a three-night event, and with us to break it all down in a casual-friendly way is a good friend of the podcast, the New Japan correspondent of SmartHenry.com, and one half of the geeky ones, Stephen Tan returns to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. How's it hanging, Stevie? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Yo. Super Miss excited. You, <laughs> Miss you a lot in this show. Oh, nah. oh yeah. miss you guys too. Miss Always a good time. Oh, Always a good time to podcast <laughs> with Stevie. And it's your first time to, to meet our intern, our new co-host, Rowan, the SHIT. Yes. Howdy. Yes. Nice yeah. to meet you. <clears throat> All right. Now that introductions are out of the way, I guess we got to make this um, extra friendly for someone like Rowan, who's really coming into New Japan with fresh eyes. So, you know, Rowan, when you hear the words Wrestle Kingdom and New Japan and January 4, what are the questions that pop into your mind? So let's try to get those out of the way for Stevie first. So I myself, uh, a New Japan casual, and I only watched the show when the Elite was there. Mm-hmm. So please tell us and the listeners, uh, what is something to look forward to Wrestle Kingdom or New Japan as a whole? This year or like just New Japan in general? General, in general. Okay. New Japan in general is much more focused on the wrestling. If you're a WWE or an AEW guy, you won't see as many you know promos or, or talking heads as they say. Most of that happens backstage if we're talking about New Japan. So think of it like a post-game press conference for the NBA. Maganan. Um, that's where you see a lot, a lot of the promos. Um, the probably the best part about New Japan is that cameras don't jump so much, <laughs> like Kevin Dunn. You, you know how in WWE, yeah, like, if watch a w, NXT 2.0 show now versus two, you know, or uh, NXT under Triple H's reign, black and gold. Yeah, the black and gold era of NXT, or you know, even just present Raw or SmackDown, you're gonna see so many camera cuts. For one chop, let's say for a chop of, let's say, a Jerry Lawler chop or whatever, assuming he's still there, that chop's going to get cut like five times in a Kevin Dunn run WWE show. So New Japan, you can actually count how many chops are being hit by a wrestler in New Japan. And it's more sports-based. I think that's, the, that's the best part about New Japan is that it's more sports-based. So it's not treated like, like An in entertainment the States, show. Yeah, it's like sports entertainment in the in the US, but in Japan, it's pretty much treated like sports. I mean, they have a weekly magazine called Weekly Pro Wrestling, and I have an issue with Io Shirai right before she left for NXT. I read it. I mean, okay, I don't know how to read Japanese, but you you perused it. it. <laughs> you looked at the pictures. Yeah, the way it's shown is you're reading a newspaper. So okay. Talagang treated siya like a like a sport, like a legit sport. That's New Japan as a whole. It's it's wrestling as a sport. Just to add to Stevie's uh, answer, 
I want to say that New Japan's difference between the other American or Western wrestling shows that you guys, will, everyone watches, is that it's some of the best wrestling in the world. Because in yeah, Sabine TV, it's sports based, so you gotta come play. You gotta be able to come play and step up, like it's real sports, like it's a real competition. That's what they give you. Um, I, I know some people don't really like that. The, the in-ring action all that much. Some, some people just want to be entertained. Some people just want the stories and the promos. That's cool too. But if you were looking for the best in-ring action, the best wrestling, uh, you can find that in New Japan. And then you can find it in AEW. Uh, Stevie, I wanted I want you to get into yung gravity of Wrestle Kingdom as a showcase. Cause uh, a lot of people like to compare it to WrestleMania. Would you say an accurate yung comparison? Na yun? I'd say, yeah, I'd say it's very much exactly like WrestleMania because if we're talking Wrestle Kingdom, usually, the January 4, mm. that's the main, the main show. January 4, Tokyo Dome, every single year. Kahit weekday man yan, Monday night, Tuesday night, it doesn't matter. January 4 will always be the big Tokyo Dome show, which is now Wrestle Kingdom. Um, what after that on the side is there will be shows in the nearby areas, like in Korokuen Hall and KFC Hall, along in many other venues, wherein shows will be held as well. By other companies. Yes, by other companies, yes. So New Japan will have Tokyo Dome on January 4 at like, let's say, 3 in the afternoon. And then so lunchtime, you can, before that, you can go to Korokuen Hall and you can watch a DDT show or a, or a TJPW show. As in, it's, it's WrestleMania weekend but compressed into one day, usually. But yung nga, because recently New Japan has been doing these extra two-day shows, um, which I think WWE also followed, diba? the two-day shows, to spread out the energy, I guess. In a now way. it's a bigger festival. Yeah, now it's a bigger festival. So it's pretty much WrestleMania weekend, but compressed into a day. And for people who are new to New Japan altogether, who might be intimidated by the language barrier, there is English commentary. And that's been available for almost a decade at this point, no? Probably oh. like, like six or seven years. Yeah, almost. Lapit na. Because that's what hooked me in. Uh, when I heard that Jim Ross was doing commentary, I think see Josh Barnett playing partner at the time or is yeah, Matt Stryker? Yeah, for the US shows, yeah. Oh, sometimes it's Josh Barnett, sometimes it's Matt Stryker. And then now it's uh, Kevin Kelly who was in WWE in the 90s and Chris Charlton, the British guy who translates everything from mm. Japanese to English. So yeah, that should be something that could also hook you in to New Japan if you're watching Wrestle Kingdom for the first time. Uh, Steve, you mentioned January 4 uh, being the card talaga or the date talaga for Wrestle Kingdom. But looking at this card, you have Jan 4, Jan 5, Jan 8. na event? For me personally... As somebody who just started watching Noah for the last one to two years, I'd say the January 8 shows bigger, even though technically it's in Yokohama Arena, which is a much smaller venue. Pero I'd say it's still January 4, because it's like a big show no matter what. Like it, they always have the better card, usually, but like this year it's not the best. Like January 8 is more um, anticipated just because Noah and New Japan have not had a relationship for the past almost four or five years. Yes. So, ano yun, parang kunwari, WWE and AEW got together and formed a super card for a house show. Is that a yes. comparison? Yes, that's a good comparison. So it, it's it's like similar to before when ROH collaborated with New Japan in Madison Square Garden. Medyo nag, they had to politic their way to get into Madison Square Garden. Parang ganun. But if I only know New Japan, like I actually do, I only know New Japan, mm. uh, which is the bigger show between the two nights, uh, the, between the first two nights, I mean. 
I would say January 5 because there's a lot title matches. Like January 4 because a lot of the matches on January 4 are pretty much house show matches. So the live event matches na set up the night 2. This has become a pattern for New Japan in the last two years that they've been doing these two night shows. Night 1 will have a bunch of filler tag matches. So you're going to have a match for the US title on January 5. There's a January 4, it's a tag match muna. Right. Right. Maganda. Parang warm up match essentially. So it's weird. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm looking at the cards right now and I see what you're saying. Kasi, for example, you have um, Shingo versus Okada main eventing Jan 4. And then the winner of that moves on to the Jan 5 show to take on Will Ospreay for the World Heavyweight Championship. So, yeah, uh, I see what you're saying here. Parma, do you want to go through the Jan 5 card na lang since that's the bigger show? Yeah, January 5 is more interesting. All right. All right. Yeah, cool. so, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, uh, before before we get into the Jan 5 show, uh, since we're not doing Jan 4, I just want to ask you, who is going to be Katsuyori Shibata's ex? Uh, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Uh, let's oh, talk shit, about Shibata on, first because that's yeah. that's a big deal. Diba? Katsuyori oh, yeah, Shibata yeah. retired <laughs> in 2017. Sorry for forgetting, yeah. Ro. Uh, yeah. He retired in 2017 due to concussion issues and he made a comeback uh, earlier this year to take on Zack Sabre Jr. in an exhibition match na five minutes lang. And uh, yeah. because of the announcement, we all basically know that he's been cleared to return to the ring. It's a huge deal. But Stevie, for someone like Rowan, who probably has only seen clips of Shibata, why is he a big deal? Okay, so Medro, we're going to have to go really deep into this. Um, yeah, as Katsuyori... casual-friendly as we can. Okay. Katsuyori Shibata was one of the three musketeers, or basically like the core of New Japan for a, li- for a while. He was in that same batch as Hiroshi Tanahashi, who is basically basically Japanese John Cena, Shinsuke Nakamura, and then Shibata. He was the third guy. People love him a lot. And he retired too early because he overextended himself yeah. in a match against Kazuchika Okada in a championship match, Diba. Because he yeah. is way too stiff for his own good. Mm-hmm. And basically, imagine Daniel Bryan unretiring for almost the same reasons, Diba. But yeah. Shibata is a little more sensitive because he might, you know, stiff himself into another uh, hematoma. <laughs> yeah, as in he he suffered brain bleeding from his yeah. final match against what the Okada. Fuck? Okay, that's brain that's bleeding. Up. As in, you literally see the moment his head starts to bleed. Because as much as I like Japanese wrestling, there are times that they go too hard. Yeah, to the point that you're intentionally hurting yourself na so bad that you're putting your life literal life at stake na mm-hmm. it's unhealthy na it was very unhealthy yeah. yeah yeah so anyway as stance already mentioned shibata is cleared to wrestle for a exhibition match and now he's back and people love the fact that he's back but he mm-hmm. is going to be wrestling a catch wrestling match which is uh grappling lang walang strikes bawal mag strike dito actually and it's not five minutes but it will be just grappling so we don't know who x is it could be a lot of different people being tba so i wanted to ask steven yeah uh who he thought uh tba was gonna be there are a few options the first one is kazushi sakuraba who is was one of his former teammate in noah Okay, I had to add this part na shibata left new japan for a while and went to noah because he felt like he wasn't ready I compared the three musketeers to the shield. So there's Roman, Seth, and Dean Ambrose. That was pretty much the core they were going to build in New Japan, in a way, with Tanahashi, Shibata, and Nakamura. Shibata wasn't ready, so he went to Noah. 
Nakamura had to go to Mexico and become Michael Jackson first. Um, <laughs> Tanahashi was the only one. So, you know, John Cena really stayed all the way. That's probably the best way to describe it. Shibata had to leave first. When he went to Pro Wrestling Noah, that's where he met Kazushi Sakuraba, who is, has a very similar style. I mean, Sakuraba is even an MMA fighter. Yeah, so he legitimately can kick your ass. Um, yun. So I think Sakuraba is one because of his history with, with ano, Shibata. Mm-hmm. And because he can legitimately kill him, which is dangerous, but that adds a, a, a sense of danger to the match. Okay. <laughs> um, Who else? Who else? I want Brian Danielson, but the thing is, it's impossible because Brian Danielson would have had to fly two weeks ago or maybe a, last week just to prepare for a match against Shibata. And yeah, because there are quarantine protocols in Japan. Two right? weeks quarantine. And he's booked for the Hangman match on Jan yeah. Uh, 5. Yeah, very unlikely. Those are my two most likely predictions, but I don't. I can't. I can't really predict because the that's New fine. Japan roster is spread so thin now. Yeah, Let's just true. say, super thin. That was DJ Oh God, <laughs> Mister. Un- hey, oh, okay, that's God. it. That's it. Let's get to the night two card. Now that we've talked about uh, Shibata and X for casuals, X is their way of saying TBA. Uh, let's start off with the three-way tag match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. So you have the champions, Flying Tiger, that's our boy Robbie Eagles, and the legendary Tiger Mask. They're taking on Bullet Club's cutest tag team, Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasmo, and the mega coaches, Ryusuke Taguchi and Rocky Romero. So uh, it's interesting that they have like sub-names now for the teams of Bullet Club, and I didn't realize that Taguchi and Rocky uh, are now a tag team, that they have an actual name. So, does this look like a successful defense for Kuya Robbie and Tiger Mask? I, I don't think so. I, 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 as much as I want Robbie Eagles to win with Tiger Mask, feeling like this is Tiger Mask's like thank you title run. Na lang eh. Yeah, I agree. It, it's, it's the guy nearly died last year. Tiger Mask nearly died because of um, a, a, a disease. So, feeling like talaga, this is one of their thank you, um, thank you title runs. Like, thank you for being with the company for so long. Here's the title for now, but after this, you're done. You know, mm-hmm. um, it happened with um, another wrestler named Manabu Nakanishi. Um, he was another wrestler who was a, a veteran who ended up um, having a very short title reign. But at the very least, you could say he had a title reign. Okay. Uh, so who are they gonna lose it to? I think they're gonna lose it to Taguchi because Taguchi said in his press conference that he may ret- <laughs> he may consider retiring from wrestling. <laughs> so if- thank you, Run, then Sakanya. But I don't thank you, Run, because plus it's a thank you, Run as well, but also because it's part of his gimmick now. Ryusuke Taguchi's gimmick is basically being a perverted wrestler. If he wins this match, he can become the 69th tag team champion, <laughs> junior tag champion with Rocky Romero. Nice, nice. So nice. he says, in I'm guessing in a very perverted way, na if he loses, he may retire because he won't be able to be the 69th champion. I mean. He almost did it with Jay White before, but you know, mm-hmm. didn't happen. I think mega coaches will take this because neither of those guys, uh, Rocky Romero or Ryusuke Taguchi, have won the tit- any title in a very long time. So right. they're taking this. All right. Uh, if you're having a hard time looking for Taguchi come Wrestle Kingdom, he's a guy who looks like Japanese Eddie Guerrero. Mm, with the green tights and all. Yeah, with the green tights and all. So there. 
let's get to this one. It's a stardom tag team match once again. It's Mayu Iwatani and Starlight Kid versus Tam Nakano and Saya Kamitani. Um, this is the first time that the stardom match is in the main show, right? Because in previous years, it would be on the pre-show. So uh, why is this a big deal na elevate na sila to the main card this time, Stevie? Okay, so for those unaware, Stardom is the sister company of New Japan Pro Wrestling. They bought it last year, um, around Feb 2020, literally before the pandemic. Yeah. Um, the parent company of New Japan, Bushiroad, a trading card company, bought Stardom because mm-hmm. they wanted to expand their wrestling portfolio. Yeah. And because of rumors that WWE was going to launch a Japanese division, which, you know, never happened. But anyway, Stardom's the sister company. And they've actually been doing better financially than New Japan. Wow. So this is a big deal. Uh-huh. And uh, Stardom and because... is also the company that you know, Io Shirai came from. Right? Io, Asuka, mm-hmm. uh, Kairi Sane, a lot of people. Hanakimura. Yeah, Tony Storm. Even they're Davenport. Yep, a lot of them. So this is a big deal because for the last two years, Stardom matches have been on the pre-show because of contractual issues. Um, New Japan is handled by TV Asahi and Stardom has a different network handling them. In sa, sa Japan, sobrang ironclad yung mga contracts sila with broadcasting. So it's very hard to get these companies to work together for a show. So ano, uh, napolitika ng mga TV networks kaya... Napolitika ng TV networks kaya mahirap mapasok yung match into the main show. Right. But I'm guessing na because of the pandemic, baka napilitan din sila. But anyway, nobody knows how they got it but they're in now. Okay. So... The match itself is going to feature four stables. Mm-hmm. So one, one stable each. Um, Mayu Iwatani, who represents stars. How do I describe her in a Western sense? She's basically their top player. She's their John Cena. Okay. And then Starlight Kid is... Like, literally, she's barely a kid now because she just turned 18. Like, she's been wrestling since she was in, like, 12 or something. Some, like, sobrang bata. And so that's allowed very- in Japan. Yeah, it's allowed in Japan. So a lot of Joshi or you know female wrestlers start very early. So a lot of them are 10-year vets when they're not even 30. Which explains so, Riho and her experience. Exactly, diba. Starlight Kids, another case, na sobrang bata niya, and now she's pretty much gonna be in the biggest stage possible for Japan. Mm-hmm. And she's representing Oedotai, which is the stable that Hanakimura's mom founded. So basically all bad guys. And then there's Tam Nakano, who is representing Cosmic Angels. They're the sexy stable. Wow. But they can okay. kick your ass. All right. Cosmic Angels is a cute name. I like that. Yeah. It's very anime. Yeah. Very anime. And they have this weird like joke that there's this one member say, who has really big boobs, which is Mina Shirakawa. And they love to like emphasize her boobs. But that's like a totally different conversation now. Right. Um, Tam Nakano is the leader, and she's gonna represent Cosmic Angels. And that's not too much to say because they're a very young stable. So nothing okay. there at the moment. And the final uh, participant, si Saya Kamitani. Saya Kamitani is a phenomenon. She's barely wrestled for like five years, but she's so good already. So I don't know. It's so hard to describe because she's so damn good as a wrestler. Hulk. <laughs> yeah, yun, exactly. She's Hulk. She's Hulk. <laughs> right. niya, but she's uh, what, what's her crew? What's her group? She is part of Queen's Quest, the stable that Io Shirai actually founded. So if you'll notice a pattern here, a lot of stables in stardom have lasted for years now. Mm-hmm. Five years, ten, almost, I think Oedo Tai has lasted almost 10 years now. So uso yung ganun, unlike in um, WWE, sadly, na evolution 
sadly would have been a cool name for a stable that would change change members all the time. Right. So, like, so the difference lang is that magiba sila ng leader. Yeah, diba? Maganda sana bang evolution, diba? Parang, oh, after Triple H's reign, Randy becomes the leader. And then, after Randy becomes the leader, oh, sana si Cody kasi evolution wrestling, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, sayang. But anyway. It's um, a big thing in Japanese wrestling yeah. in general, no? Yung stables. Kasi, uh, yes. you look through New Japan's roster, a lot of these groups have been around for years then, diba? Chaos, Bullet Club, LIJ. So, yes. uh, that's something that if you're a newcomer, you should also know about Japanese wrestling. Okay, that's the stardom match on uh, night two. There's a four-way match na wala pang confirmed participants for the provisional KOPW 2022 trophy. Uh, what's the closest comparison here for anything American? 24-7 belt, except it's not 24-7. That's it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so it's a comedy match and a comedy It's a comedy match, yeah. So when Jude and I previewed this sa Geeky Ones podcast, we basically skipped it because... We know Yano's gonna win again anyway. Um, Toru Yano is basically Eddie Guerrero without the Eddie serious Guerrero with, without the serious resting or the major accomplishments. Okay. He's Pure the comic, guy who R2, would be R2. hawking his own merch while he's making his entrance, diba? Yeah, he sold DV- he sells his own DVDs for four thousand yen in the ring. So before before the pandemic, when wrestlers could still interact with their audiences. Uh, Toru Yano, who is basically the R-Truth of um, MJPW, would showcase his DVDs and say, oh, 4,000 yen, 4,000 yen. Fans would actually legitimately hand him 4,000 yen <laughs> and buy his DVDs then and there All during right. his entrance. Jeez. What a way to earn a buck. I love exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. So he does you gotta that. You got to buy the hustle. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say skip the match because it's a pointless match. Okay. All right, cool. So yeah, let's move on. Uh, you've got the Never Open Weight Six Man Tag Team Championship, mm. and it features House of Torture from Bullet Club and uh, Goto Yoshihashi and Yo from Chaos. God, House of Torture is basically the most Western tag team in New Japan right now, with all the interferences and think of it the as the goofy g- heel stuff. Yeah, evil heel stuff. So basically, things that Taz's stable would do for the longest time. The okay. AEW. But they were the evil heel ano, stable with sina Cage and all. Yeah. And basically that. Okay, okay. Yung pinaka story dito yeah. is Show and Yo, diba? Because Show turned on Yo earlier this year. Yes. So Show and Yo were one of the most popular tag teams in New Japan called Rapongi 3K. And they decided to split up because Show felt like uh, he was being overlooked uh, because Yo had always been the you know the more popular one. Mm-hmm. But then Sho was the powerhouse of the group. And Sho decided to join Bullet Club. And it was a weird decision because it didn't really make sense. Um, but now he's there and he's doing the same things that Evil is doing. For WWE fans, there's literally a wrestler named Evil who is evil yes. in New Japan. <laughs> yeah, that, that's him. That's him. <laughs> A.K.A. Iyoshirai's fiance. Um, anyway... I just want to mention yung first impression yeah. okay evil when I saw him in New Japan that day. Yeah. It's like a Japanese RVD. Uh, at least that's what I thought. No. The get up, yes. Yeah, yung but, get up. Oh, iba by moveset niya. Yeah. Moveset is more powerhouse like um my closest comparison is Wardlow basically. Yeah, exactly. It's like Wardlow but Japanese. Yeah, okay. uh, what you need to know is that he likes to swing his chair at people. Yeah. 
sadly. Yes. He, he was not like this before, but that's his shtick now. It's Wardlow with weapons. Are they going to win here? Are they going to retain their championships? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's, 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 just, it's just pointless. Yeah, it's... <laughs> You'll never open weight six, man. Is, is basically their trios championship, no? Yeah, it's their trios championship. And it was fun when it was under chaos because it was uh, Yoshihashi, the perennial loser, the Charlie Brown of New Japan Pro Wrestling, with uh, Hiroki Goto, another Charlie Brown, <laughs> and Tomohiro Ishii, their other Charlie Brown. And he's actually bald. They were fun because they were the longest reigning six-man champions and they just made six-man tags fun in New Japan. Okay, okay. So at least yeah. ito, uh, I mean, you still have uh, two of the three. It's two just replaced three, by, yeah. by Yo because of the show and Yo story. Got it. Yeah. We're going to get to the second half of our Wrestle Kingdom Night 2 predictions. But first, we got to tell you about a couple of ways you can support the podcast, one of which is through our online shopping, one of which is through your online shopping over on Shopee. Did you know that there is going to be a 1-1 sale? Shopee is starting early next year. So if you are going to get stuff, as you always do on Shopee, uh, you can support the podcast by using our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash W9X. Podlink.co slash W, the number 9 and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out. And from there, you can you know buy whatever you want and it will help the podcast do what we do at the cost of you. And you can also give yourself some fresh new gear from Nike Southeast Asian online store to welcome 2022 and support the pod in one go. Yeah, the link for that is podlink.co slash 2J8, podlink.co slash the number two, the letter J, and the number eight. And again, what you buy will help us do what we do at Norris Cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hey, Chino Liao here host of the new podcast on Podcast Network Asia called Class Cloud. Now I try to learn about the world through the lives of different professionals each week alongside another stand-up comedian. The topics are limitless, the jokes are aplenty, only here on Class Cloud. Let's go to the uh, what New Japan calls the special singles match. It always cracks me up whenever I'm watching Wrestle Kingdom. Then you have the singles match, and they always bill it as special singles match. So mm. let's start off with Sanada and the Great Okan. So um, Sanada represents LIJ or Los Ingobernables mm. de Japón, and Great Okan represents United Empire, your stable nina Will Ospreay, TJP, Jeff Cobb, etc. So what's the story here? I will be honest. There is no story to this one. <laughs> Okay. Barely. So who's Pili likely Patan- to win then? Great Okan. The dude's like basically chosen by the sports supporters now. He won an award in Tokyo Sports recently. And he's popular for being a VTuber fan. So for weebs out there, he's a super weeb. But he's also one of the scariest looking guys in the ring. There's no other way to describe him. He's a weeb living out his best life, man. Mm. <laughs> He looks like he's taken straight out of Yung Kuli era of China. Like with yeah, his, pretty with much, his outfit pretty no? much. And, and his hairstyle. Yeah. That's what he I remember like the best zombie. about. I know. Great Okan. He looks like a zombie and all. It pretends to be a, a Chinese zombie. Right. Um, Sanada, for those unaware, was the great Sanada on TNA towards its dying days before they rebranded to Impact. He's sadly become a vanilla wrestler. He's Dolph Ziggler. Okay. He, he's just not there. He's He's... He has everything you need. You know, he can find he has charisma, he has good wrestling skills, but for some reason they just won't give him the big belt. So Sanada is Japanese Dolph Ziggler. I'd I'd say Great Okan wins this. 
the next special singles match is also between members of LIJ and the Great Empire. It's Tetsuya Naito versus Jeff Cobb. How did these two end up in uh, a singles match at Wrestle Kingdom? Again, <laughs> it's one of the weirdest build-ups because United Empire and Los Ingobernables de Japón just they've both been directionless stables because for one United Empire's leader Will Osprey has been stuck in the US for the longest time Tetsuya Naito has also been directionless I really feel like this is a filler match <laughs> like very like non inconsequential there's no stakes at it Honestly, okay. I don't remember if there's any stakes at it because it seems like those two were having fun in the press conference, Tetsuya Naito and Jeff Cobb. You can tell them they're very chill about it. It's like, if we're talking wrestlers out of character, they were just having fun at the press conference. Nothing was happening. Like, it's a match that's just there. All right. All right. I would say they they just, I don't know, they were just filling in the two-night show because yeah. this, is, this is the roster that they have. Yeah, I mean, sadly, we can't get Jay White because... Um, so let's get yeah. to the two big title matches towards the end of the card. You have Kenta, formerly known as Hideo Itami in WWE, against Hiroshi yep. Tanahashi in a no-DQ match for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. So this is the belt that uh, Mox held for over a year. And yes. he defended this then on AEW. How did Tana get here? Tanahashi was the former United States champion for a while because... Um, yeah, I remember Lance Archer became U- IWGP US champion out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time. He, he started defending it in AEW and New Japan shows. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Japanese John Cena, challenged Lance Archer in New Japan's first major American show since the pandemic mm-hmm. in Los Angeles mm-hmm. in Resurgence. And then Tanahashi won. <laughs> and Kenta became one of the first challengers after pinning Tanahashi in Japan. Because in New Japan, for those unfamiliar... If you pin the defending champion in a tag match, you automatically become number one contender. And then Kenta luckily pinned Tanahashi. And so Kenta pretty much became number one contender like that. And then all of a sudden, here comes this whole entire story about Kenta saying that he's the rightful US champion because one, he lives in America. Two, his Costco card is the American Costco card. (laughs) This is a legit promo from Kenta. I'm telling you to watch it because it's one of the best promos I've seen. The entire feud between Kenta and Tanahashi is all about who's the real American. Okay, that's very weird. Yeah, it's very it's very crazy comedic, but it's funny because it's true. Mm-hmm. American Costco card, American address. Yeah. <laughs> Kenta's pretty much bragging that he's a real American. That's why he deserves to be the US champion. Unlike Tanahashi, who's just a fan of American wrestling. Right. So it's legend so, versus legend here no, for yeah. the U- U.S. championship. Who do you think is going to walk away here with the title? Kenta, because he has an American Costco card. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for establishing that. The SNR card, basically. <laughs> uh-huh. American SNR. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the main event. So I thought two questions here for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. So is it Shingo Takagi from LIJ or Kazuchika Okada from Chaos? who will be world champion by Jan 5? And then who will walk out of the Tokyo Dome with the title? Is it one of those two or is it Will Ospreay? I think this is Okada's year. So Kazuchika Okada is the Roman Reigns, in a way, of New Japan. Kazuchika Okada was basically groomed to become the man. And he is the man now. Unlike the Roman Reigns uh, push, which took a while. 
But anyway, Kazushika Okada is maybe one of the greatest wrestlers of this generation. And he's been he's been hanging around the mid-card, doing tag matches, chilling, because he's had a lot of injuries over the past few years. Recently, he's been challenging Shingo Takagi, the world champion, and has lost three times already, or two times already. Yeah. So when he won the G1, which is the big tournament, determines the number one contender, he said, I'm going to challenge the world champion now and pin him. And then the following night, I'm going to pin the other guy who, who thinks he's world champion because he believes that he is the rightful world champion. I think that's pretty much the best way to summarize it because I don't want to get into deep the whole double belt situation because it got very convoluted. Okay. So if I were to put it in a cliff notes... Number one contender wants to become the true champion. Okay. That's it. So the current champion is Shingo. Right? He's mm-hmm. been champion for months and months and months. Yes. Okada won the G1 because that's yes. the match that Kota Ibushi got injured in. So Okada mm. won the G1 by default. Yep. And Will Ospreay used to be the world champion and they had to vacate it because he got injured. Mm-hmm. But that was the that was a deal from what 2021? Early 2021? Yes. Early 2021 where people thought that this World Heavyweight Championship was cursed because the first two holders both have gotten injured in like a few days after they won. Right. Okay. It was really bad. So that's why Kazushika Okada, the current number one contender, wants to bring back the belt that he made famous, the previous IWGP Heavyweight Championship, Mm -hmm. which luckily isn't as cursed, but that has a long history that I'm not even going to delve into. Okay. So who's going to be the champion after Jan 5? Okada. Okay. Okada, because he's been down for so long. He had it's so weird to say it, but I'm so used to seeing him with the belt that seeing him without the belt is weird. It's like John Cena without the WWE championship. So there you have it. Those are uh Stevie's predictions for Wrestle Kingdom Night 2. Looking at Yung Three Night card, what are one or two matches that uh you're gonna tell people to go check out kung talagang newcomers to New Japan? Like, what should they check out? I'd say watch Shingo Takagi versus Kazushika Okada on night one because it's the ultimate contrast of styles. Shingo Takagi came from Dragon Gate Pro Wrestling, where Pac came from. <laughs> um, Apollo Crews came from. Like, and damn it. A lot, of, a lot of WWE people were there as well. Yeah. Just um, watch Takagi versus Okada from night one because of the different styles of wrestling because when you're watching WWE you're so used to the WWE style if you're gonna watch a New Japan show every wrestler has a slightly different style so Okada is kind of like um more cerebral like almost there's a sort of Triple H yeah he's very WWE I would say yeah very WWE I actually like to comp him to Randy Orton yeah but um he his opponents pretty much carry him throughout the match until he just hits the RKO or, you know, Okada hits the Rainmaker, then that's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, how about tonight, yeah. too? Uh, what should a newcomer check out? Main event, then, honest. Oh, no. Kenta versus Tanahashi. Because okay. feeling ko, Kenta is going to bring out his Noah, his true self, his Noah version, Kenta, that has broken so many faces with the go to sleep. Yes, Kenta invented the go to sleep, not CM Punk. CM Punk borrowed it from Kenta because nobody was using it in the States. Mm-hmm. Because Kenta is the real American. Okay. 
Uh, there yeah. was a time when um, I would answer the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. Because every mm. year it used to be a showcase for people like the Young Bucks, Red Dragon. Uh, yun yung nagi introduction ko sa kanila. Eh. That's how I yeah. uh, started watching their stuff. Um, there used to be an ROH partnership pa, diba, sa, sa Wrestle Kingdom. So people like Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly would have singles matches. So yeah. that was something that I really got excited about for, for Wrestle Kingdom season. But as Ro mentioned, um, the COVID-19 pandemic really did a number on New Japan's roster and the availability of the talent. So that's why uh, we've gotten what we've gotten for the last two plus years for Wrestle Kingdom season. Anything else that you want to tell our listeners, TV about Wrestle Kingdom before we let you go? Honestly, watch Night 3. Watch <laughs> out for Night 3 because Night 1 and 2... And this isn't just me. A lot of New Japan fans are disappointed with Nights 1 and 2 because they have no choice. Because they have such a thin roster that relies on foreigners so much. Um, Bullet Club alone has how many? Chase, Tama, Tama. I mean, the idea of the faction was na puro foreigners sila, diba? Yeah, puro foreigners sila. There's an entire quarter of the New Japan roster that's not able to get into Japan because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So that's why they had to stretch out these two shows with pillar matches. Watch out for night three. Um, it's available on abema.tv. It's not going to be available immediately on New Japan World because this show will be for charity. Okay. For COVID relief in Japan. So it there's a long, complicated process. To get yung Adema TV legit yun na hindi siya legit yun, ano, hindi legit siya high seas. Yeah, hindi hindi siya, hindi siya pirated or anything. Legit. Okay, okay. Legit. Kalawa parang tayo may program siya. Kaya ako na kaya ako na tanong. Sige, sige, sige. It's like Fight TV but with uh, anime and other things along with it. But okay. this one it's a pay per view. Watch out for one match: Okada and Tanahashi versus Keiji Muto and Kaito Kiyomiya. It's the battle of the generations. Hiroshi Tanahashi is pretty much Hulk Hogan, John Cena of New Japan. Kazuchika Okada is Roman Reigns versus God. How do you even describe Muto, Ro? I don't know. You you already use Hulk Hogan, so yeah, it's, it's like I, Hulk I Hogan. Eh? Like I Hulk mean, he's Hogan. the great Muta. So so that's yeah. a name I recognize. Great Muta, yeah, great Muta. And then Kaito Kiyomiya is God Hulk, pretty much <laughs> the future of AEW. Okay, the future of Noah. The future of Noah, Kaito Kiyomiya, and the... God, I hate to say it. The past. Not really the past. But basically, the old guy in Noah, Keiji Muto. It's the battle of generations. It's going to be so different because there are so many contrasting styles. Tanahashi, that's Western. Okada, that's sort of Western, but still Japanese. Kaito Kiyomiya, that's pretty much pure Japanese... Hard-hitting wrestling. And Keiji Muto, who's barely able to stand on his own two surgically repaired knees. Oh, God, there's just no way to describe how big that match is. It's it's four different generations of wrestling together in a match. Like, there's no other way to describe how big it is. John Cena and Roman Reigns versus Hulk Hogan and The Rock. Parang ganun. Okay. Like... Generational talent fa- facing generational talents. That's how big that match is. All right. All so right. please watch out for that. All right. All right. Uh, Stevie, thank you so much for joining us here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We love it whenever you come by and really just break down New Japan stuff for us. Because, uh, I'm, I'm very much a casual. It's hard to find time to catch everything, as Ro and I uh, say all the time here on the podcast. Mm. So, Ro and Habang Studiante, you might want to. 
catch up on your new Japan. Uh, did, <laughs> no, did, he's a student. He doesn't have time for that. Yeah, uh, he'll, he he'll, he'll have time. He'll find his time. <laughs> okay. With that in mind, uh, is there any wrestler to watch out for? It has to be Kaito Kiyomiya. Okay. Because he is the future of Japanese wrestling. He's like seven years younger than Okada. So he still has a lot left in the tank. He's the chosen one. <laughs> He's the current chosen one. Like, if Drew McIntyre never lost his momentum in like the late 2000s, he would be Kaito Kiyomiya right now. Na the torch is being passed to him. It's up to him now to carry it. It's the Vince McMahon seal of approval. Stevie, uh, where can people check you out and your work? All right, so you can find us at the Geeky Ones everywhere: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Google, everywhere. Just look for the Geeky Ones, and you'll find us. And individually, if people want to reach out and ask for like a primer on hmm. uh, Japanese wrestling. All right, you can find me at Stevie Said Yup. So that's Stevie S T E V I E S A I D Y U P. That's on Twitter. So I live tweet the occasional Noah DDT TJPW show and occasional New Japan, but you won't see much of that recently. <laughs> um, but yeah, I live tweet dressing there, and you'll get to know more about Japanese dressing through the people I follow on Twitter. So I'll probably be retweeting a few of those accounts. And uh, you and Ro have been working on a New Japan retrospective, the buffer 2021. So where can people yes. check that out? Uh, we're doing the year look back uh, on Spark Henry. I started today with WWE. Uh, over the next few days, it's going to be NXT, AEW, New Japan. So just wait for that when Steven gets uh, to talking about New Japan. Um, it's going to be it's gonna be probably pretty sad. So yeah, <laughs> considering everything that's happened. So let's see. Maybe I'm interested. I'm really interested <laughs> to read what Steven has in store for us. It's going to be sad. I'm going to be recommending things outside. Yeah, that's fine. That's totally fine. I'm going to be recommending things outside. Yeah, Japan. yeah, that's, that's cool. All that's I can cool. Say. Let's say, you know, it's by virtue of being the biggest Japanese company. So, you know, it do be like that sometimes. Thanks again to Stevie of the Geeky Ones for joining us for Wrestle Kingdom 16 predictions. Rowan, I hope you had fun uh, being part of your first predictions episode. Uh, I used to just predict with my cousins and now what a better way to end this year to predict with you guys. Oh, well, well, that's awesome to hear that. level <laughs> up from your predictions with your cousins to predicting with us. So absolutely. I actually like the idea of day one. Like it's much, much better than having TLC. So I hope tradition. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's also it's also a nice title. I like day one. I like it better than New Year's Revolution, but right? from back That's in the day. <laughs> I do <laughs> like day one. No, day one means nothing. It means it just means day one. But in New Year's Revolution, it was something you can sink your teeth into. I actually think it's minimalistic to just call it day one. So minimalistic good or minimalistic bad? Good. Minimalistic, oh bad. Because I feel like it's super lazy, like day one. <laughs> No, for okay. me, it's Wala good because na- it's day, day one of the new chapter of my life or day one of my next push or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. I, that doesn't that, mean that shit in WWE because, you know, it's never really a new thing. <laughs> Unless they're going to start with a new championship run, right? 
Yeah, for once, ano, kakapeo kay Rowan. So, Row is out number two to one uh, on our like or dislike for day one. As for Wrestle Kingdom 16, um, I'm most excited for Kuya Robbie, syempre. Uh, he'll be defending the IWGP Junior Heavyweight titles alongside Tiger Mask. So, that should be fun. And we may or may not have some insights on that show and that match. That's coming up very, very soon on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. For now, though, we got to get out of here. Uh, anything that you guys want the listeners to check out as we end 2021? Uh, uh, just you know follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod because uh, we are going back to having more consistent content and read smarthenry.com that's pretty much it Rowan anything on your end? Uh, subscribe to our Patreon and read my Smackdown reviews as well right. as Rose other reviews yeah Yon. oh yeah All yeah right. yeah that's right that's right and of course follow the page on Facebook it is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and on Spotify if you're on Android you can rate us 5 stars sobrang uh, laking tulong nun sa amin please um, that would be as good of a Christmas gift as we could ask for here on the podcast so do us a solid and give us that 5 star rating on Spotify on Android in the meantime we are also on social media individually it is at Rowis War at Gina Supersize at Monday Night Rowan N-I-T-E on Twitter N-I-G-H-T on Instagram and for me at underscore Stan C. We got to get out of here. Uh, we've got another live stream coming up to start the year in January. So watch out for that. Thank you very much to our babyface producer, Gel and uh, Tristan and, and Tiffany and the rest of the Podcast Network Asia team. As for us, we are out of here. Please don't forget to mask up my Omicron variant parin. Go get your vaccines and your boosters if you can. And go out and vote in 2022. On behalf of Ro Moran and Rowan the SHIT, my name is Stan C. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Happy New Year! Peace, Happy New Year. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 